This is Ion Foxborough, the premier podcast for all things New England Patriots. Brought to you by Mass Live. Guten Tag. Welcome back to Ion Foxborough from Frankfurt, where the Patriots are getting ready to play the Indianapolis Colts on Sunday afternoon. I'm Chris Mason here with Mark Daniels. Mark, how are you liking the German experience thus far? Well, Chris, like you, um, my voice is a bit hoarse. There's a handful of reasons for this. Um, we can blame the jet lag. I can also blame the German beer, and I can just blame my body essentially being very confused about this time change. But so far, it has been interesting, and we're going to dive into it on, on this pod, some of our adventures so far here in Frankfurt or Achenbach, where we are currently stationed. So let's start with the Patriots. Yesterday, they practiced at the German national uh, soccer team's facility, which was really nice. They had some uh, media availabilities in like a different format than usual. But the mood was really light for like a two and seven team that has been through a lot. And I mean, you you guys know how Bill is on a regular basis and all that mood was really light. It seemed like they've like been genuinely enjoying this time over here. So Bill walks up to the podium and he notices that us, the media members, have pretzels. And he's like, he's like, that looks good. And he starts to give his opening remarks. And then he's like, are we having pretzels for lunch? He's like, pretzels for lunch? Then he goes, seriously? seriously? <laughs> like, it, it was honestly, it, it was it was hilarious because it was sort of a side from Bill that you don't typically see. I, I would compare it to Bill Belichick at the podium during the Super Bowl. It's, it's him sort of putting on a show and showing his personality. I have I have seen Bill sort of outside the building before and he is funny. I've I've talked to him even off the record before and his personality when he's off the podium is very different than when he's with the local media. So yesterday in, you know, we were, we were in Frankfurt. It was it was kind of cool and Bill had a much much lighter mood and I thought that carried over Chris <clears throat> to everyone on yeah. the team. Ezekiel Elliott, he drops a I want to get some dinner and have some beers with with the fellas tonight. And I just I just thought it was it was really fun. I I would equate it to covering almost a Super Bowl before it happens, where guys are just very loose. They're in a good mood. They're happy to be there. They can't wait to play. In this instance, I think the Patriots are happy to be in Frankfurt. It's it's a welcome distraction. I feel. Yeah, definitely. It's a change of pace, and Bill definitely sets the tone right from the jump. And he he does have a very good sense of like he'll take some questions from international reporters that I think if you or I asked, we'd probably get decapitated for and end up on an Instagram reel, but he's much friendlier with them because he realizes like, okay, they're not here every day. They don't really know how this goes, yada, yada, yada. And so he, he talked for 17 minutes yesterday and some of the answers to questions like Bill can still talk for 30 seconds and not say anything, but do it in a very friendly tone. And people are like, Oh, that was nice. As opposed to the like, two-word kill shot that we'll get sometimes. <laughs> yeah, so some of the German um, media that were there, they, they, they asked me, they're like, oh, is, is he is he always like this? Is he shy? And I, I just sort of laughed. I'm like, this isn't him shy. This is actually him, like, good. Because historically, it's limited answers, and, and he's mumbling, so you can't actually hear him. But that wasn't the case. And it wasn't the case with Mac Jones, Chris. Which I we have to get into the funniest moment from these press conferences you got our coworker Matt Vitor absolutely smoked. What do you have to say for yourself? Well, he ended up on SportsCenter. Yeah. So my voice and Matt's Matt Vitor's bald head uh, went viral 
yesterday <laughs> unintentionally. So I, I was asking players throughout the press conference about team bonding because I feel like this type of experience, it can lead to more camaraderie, you know, among players. I, I wanted to write about it. So I'm asking them, and I, I go to ask Mac Jones about what can this trip do for team balding? And I, I caught myself after saying balding and went to bonding, but immediately – Matt Fotor, who is bald, sitting in front of me in the front row of the press conference, Mac Jones just stops, points to him and goes, balding, ha, and just starts cracking up. He laughed for 30 seconds. Like, that's not an exaggeration. I tweeted this clip out, and it was taking forever to, like, load. And I was like, why is it taking so long? I was like, oh, it's 34 seconds of him just cracking himself up after. And it's so perfect because the only thing you can see in the shot other than Mac is just, like, the back of Matt's head. And Matt played along so well where he starts, like, rubbing the ball head. And it was it was so funny. But it's just the side of Mac that we never really see, you know? It's obviously there, but he's so guarded in press conferences. And that's just kind of been the vibe since we've been here. It's just it's really loose. And that video that Chris tweeted out has been viewed over a hundred thousand times. Um, and the clip got played on SportsCenter. So Matt Votor, uh, my sincerest apologies. However, I don't regret it because it was hilarious. And and also say this, I like I'd like to think that when asking questions, I am articulate. I've been doing this job a long time. However, coming over here to Frankfurt on three, four hours of sleep, that happens. I, I blame the jet lag, but I, I don't regret it. Um, and Matt Fotor is a great sport. Um, he wears his baldness with pride. So he's, he's been, uh, he's been very, 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 very good sport with that. I would say. Uh, it's too bad that Matthew Slater was next up and he walked into the room probably like a minute after that happened. I would have liked Slater's perspective on that, you know, <laughs> coming to the podium as a ball guy after the fact. Um, one thing from Slater that was interesting was that he said, um, he's not being shy about being at the end of his career. And, you know, he's contemplated retirement the last couple of years. It's been a thing, but let's pull up the exact quote yesterday. He said that he's quote, very close to the end. You know, I, I, I appreciate the honesty from him back there. Right. And he got asked later, like, is is this the last ride where Zach Cox asked that question and kind of framed it perfectly where it's like, are you going to answer this? And he he wouldn't say that it is, but it certainly feels that way, you know, and I think that Slater's a guy who's, again, a veteran team leader who's really savoring this trip because, you know, it's probably the last chance he's going to have to do this. And I think that's been contagious among them. Chris Mason, I have a question for you. Where were you in 2008? Oh, I was a sophomore at Natick High School. So Chris Mason here was a sophomore at Natick High School. He's he's engaged. He's going to get married. He's an adult. He's in his 30s. Yep. Uh, Turned 32 last week. But in 2008, uh, Matthew Slater, he was a rookie for the Patriots. He's been around for 15 years. So at age, Matthew Slater, who's age, he's age 38. It's it's not a surprise to hear him say that, that he's towards the end, because let's be honest, he is. And I, I would be shocked if Matthew Slater played another season. I, I think this is the final final year for him. So for a guy like that to be able to come to Frankfurt, Germany, where his father actually came, and I, I believe someone said his father played here during like an exhibition or something an like exhibition that. Yeah. Game, really cool sort of full circle moment for Matthew Slater, who's really been a legendary figure for the Patriots franchise. I mean, we're talking about one of the best people. I mean, I've been around sports for a while. I've been covering, I've covered all major sports in Boston. Matthew Slater is one of the best professional athletes I've ever met. He's an awesome guy off the field. He's probably one of the best leaders in Patriots franchise history. And when it's all said and done, he'll be donning a red jacket. He'll be in the Patriots Hall of Fame. So yeah, to see that, Chris, I, I thought it was really cool. And, and, Matt, and Matthew Slater was also really honest too about other things. He, yeah. 
he said he's he was talking about how difficult this season has been and i feel like to articulate that sometimes it's hard for players to sit up there on a podium and be like oh yeah you know what this has kind of sucked but matthew slater yesterday i'm trying to find the actual quote and he said quote it's been uncomfortable it's been flat out unenjoyable at times and i was like man it was really nice for me to hear him a captain and a leader say that because you know what he's right it, it's been unenjoyable for a lot of people especially for a super bowl champion like matthew slater yeah that definitely caught my ear too um the unenjoyable part where you know that that was the edelman thing right when after cassius march said the thing about the patriots not having fun edelman went up and on the whiteboard wrote in huge letters, like winning is fun. And like the Patriot experience is fun when you're winning, but you know, Bill's a demanding coach. And when you're two and seven, the wins aren't there. The fun's not there, but I feel like there has been a bit um, this weekend thus far. Yeah. And, and, you know, it was interesting for me to hear Matthew Slater say that too, because it, it reminded me of Devin McCourty. Devin McCourty retired and has talked about if the Patriots were still winning and they had a chance to play a Super Bowl. Devin McCourty was probably, probably still be playing. He'd, be, he'd probably be in New England. He might be in Frankfurt right now, but that's not the case. Um, and I do want to talk one thing. I don't want to say one thing about the game. We're, we're obviously we're here in Germany yeah. to cover a football game. We wanted to give you guys sort of a, a look at you know the city and what's what's been going on. So for the Patriots standpoint, they flew in Thursday night. They landed around I, I believe it was in the morning, somewhere between six and eight a.m. in Frankfurt. And players went to the hotel. They had breakfast. They had team meetings, and they had a practice. It was really really fa a fast turnaround. Guys said they slept on the plane, which is very smart. Mac Jones, as um, we've been talking about. And I wrote for MassLive.com, had been going to sleep at 6 p.m. Um, back in his New England area home to try to prepare himself for all this. A little, little excessive. Yep. And today is Saturday. And the Patriots, I believe, are having a walkthrough at the stadium. And I, I only know that because players have been Instagramming photos of the locker room in the field. It's a cool experience. But, hey, it's, it's leading to what, Chris? A game against the Indianapolis Colts. So my question about the game for Chris Mason, will this bonding experience, the players being loose, Bill Belichick being loose, will it lead to an increased product on the field come Sunday? No, it won't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to be Debbie Downer, but it's like we touched on in the last pod. Like these games are the international games always end up being so Thursday night football-y where the product just isn't very good. It's a huge adjustment with the time zones, the all all this. It's not a crisp like one o'clock home game on a Sunday for anybody. So I, I don't think the product the product's going to be great across the board, but I mean I, I think it'll be entertaining nonetheless. I think the teams are relatively evenly matched. I think there are going to be some points. I just don't think it's going to be. I don't think you're going to walk away being like it's the most beautiful football game I've ever seen. Yeah, I think you know the comparison to the Thursday night football games is, is a good one. Even you know last weekend it was the Chiefs and the Dolphins, two extremely high octane offenses. And what was the score? It was like twenty to fourteen or something. Twenty one fourteen, yeah. Twenty one fourteen. So like to see the Dolphins put up fourteen points and the Chiefs only put up twenty one points certainly made me feel like you know what it, the product does feel like a, a Thursday night football game because of the time change. Now, in interesting to note, the Miami Dolphins actually spent all last week in Frankfurt. Mm -hmm. um, to acclimate themselves, but it didn't seem like it really worked. It's, it's just a different experience. You know, guys are in a different hotel. You've got different food, you know, your sleep schedule is still off, but the Chiefs, yeah, I think we're both still on American time. A hundred percent. But the chiefs did it like the Patriots did it. They rolled in on Thursday evening slash Friday morning. And the Patriots are actually practiced practicing 
at the same place that the Chiefs have practiced. So, yeah, it's it's certainly interesting. I And I don't think the product's going to be very great. I mean, let's be honest. We're talking about Mac Jones versus Gardner Minshew. It's, I think it's going to be a low-scoring affair. I, I hope, ultimately, it doesn't create less fans for the NFL. I don't think it will. You know, I, I think people are excited just to, you know, have football over here. But what have your initial impressions been of Frankfurt? You know, we've only been here for about a day and, you know, spent a lot of that time at the facility interviewing players and such. But like the city, what what have your initial impressions been? I've got a story to tell. So, guys, uh, on Friday, we cover the Patriots and their practice and the availability. And and for writers, you know, me and Chris, we we work hard. I'll be honest. My I spent most of my Friday in my hotel room writing and I did it until I was exhausted. And I was like, all right, I'm so tired. I can't write anything. I need to get dinner. By the time we left our hotel to go to Frankfurt to find food, it was eight o'clock. And little did I know, it is extremely hard to get into a restaurant in Frankfurt around eight o'clock. It was so hard, in fact, we struck out over and over and over and over again. So we go to this one place, and I I, I should name names, but I actually forget the name of the restaurant. It it was essentially this like, I don't know, German style, you know, place that had, you know, big beers and, and their menu was full of sausages and schnitzel and, and all the good stuff. So we go in and they're like, all right, you have you don't have a reservation. You have to wait outside and we will come get you. It'll take 30 minutes. And by this point, we had been walking around for somewhere around, I don't know, an hour, an hour and a half looking for food. So we're like, you know what? We're going to wait 30 minutes. I want to try some local German cuisine. I have very small goals here in Frankfurt, people. <laughs> I want to have a German like sausage. I want to try the schnitzel stuff. I, You know, like, you know, normal stuff, normal stuff. So we go outside and we wait for 30 minutes and then 40 minutes. And then 50 minutes. So I opt to go back in there to see the hostess and she's gone. And um, a gentleman was like, I'm sorry, our kitchen is closed. They forgot about us slash didn't tell us that the kitchen closed um, at 930 when we went in there at nine to try to get food. So we struck out big time. Yeah, we we were also waiting outside where it was probably I would like ballpark it at 43 degrees or so. It was 43 degrees. (laughs) So it's cold. You know, it's that type of cold that your nose is just sort of constantly dripping and you're uncomfortable and you're hungry because we've been working all day. So at this point, it's 930 and we're sort of desperate for food. Um, They sent us to this sort of square in Frankfurt to find more food. And there just wasn't really food available. So we kept walking and walking and walking and walking. By 10 p.m. on Friday night, I found a Turkish grill. And I said, you know what? I'm not having local German cuisine. I'll have this Turkish food. And I had lamb, which honestly was pretty good. And I ate it in about uh, four minutes. I was incredibly hungry. <laughs> that wasn't what Chris Mason did. No, your, your boy your boy opted out a little earlier than that. Yeah. So for those who don't know, I've got celiac disease, which makes traveling an issue from time to time. Can't have the gluten. Can't do it. Um, and internationally, it's a little more complicated, but it got to the point where, you know, I've got this app that's basically like Yelp for gluten-free people. That's very, very helpful. Find me gluten-free shout out. You guys are awesome. Um, and like this place we waited at had like a few good reviews on my app. So I was like, okay, probably safe to eat here. Yada, yada, yada. But then Mark starts bringing up, all right, I'm just going to go to this Turkish grill, not on the app, 10 PM. I cut my losses and was like, you know what? There is supermarket right there. That's open. There's some gluten-free sandwich supplies that I could find. So I just can't, I, I went rogue, just went back to the hotel and made myself uh, some sad gluten-free sandwiches. Yeah. So that, that, that story was crazy. I, I didn't realize how hard it was to find food in the city of Frankfurt past eight o'clock or that most places you just needed a reservation. I just thought, yeah, I can get, you know, a, um, a sausage type 
German local German cuisine anywhere, and they'll have it. it. It just was not that easy. Everyone was on the same plan as I was. So after that, I, I was like, I had one more goal. I wanted to try German beer. I, I like I like beer. I'm not going to apologize for it. My my wife, friends, and family all know this, so it's not a surprise. So we ended up finding a uh, local pub. I I went in and I had a. It was called a binding. It's a Hefenweizen. Um, the I'll be honest, the description sounds great. It's uh, with its subtle aromas of banana clove, binding Hefenweizer tastes smooth with a well-balanced malty body. Honestly, out of a like five mug scale, I would give it four. It was it was a good beer and it wasn't like crazy strong like the IPAs back home. I, I don't get me wrong, love a good IPA. Shout out to all the good New England IPAs that are crisp and refreshing. However, I feel like after two IPAs, I have a headache. With the binding beer, it was refreshing. You could drink multiple of them, multiple, and not really regret it. But it was it was a good time, and I would say overall, the amount of people that we did meet, they were just from all over the planet. Um, we we talked to people from Italy, Turkey. There was a guy from Africa. Um, the bartender was where was he from? Um, he was from the country next to Bosnia, yeah, Albania. So he was from Albania. And the only reason I know this is because he asked where we were from. And I said, Boston. And he thought I said Bosnia. And he said, oh, we're neighbors and brought us over shots. And it was like, what? Yeah, the, the <laughs> lovely bartender, he bought us drinks because he thought we were from Bosnia, but we were from Boston. I thought it was funny. But overall, the people were very, very friendly. Everyone over here seems to speak English, at least the people I talked to. Um, and the city itself was sort of a normal... I feel like it has a very normal European feel, like cobblestone type streets, windy, small, windy roads. You know, it, it was it was interesting. I did not. I'm still disappointed. I haven't tried any local cuisine, but I'll have to do that today. Yeah, we've got the whole day ahead of us. Well, I mean, it's 2 p.m. here, but I mean, it feels like the whole day just because we're still on American time and have only been up for a few hours. Yeah. So here's your bonus pod. I hope you enjoyed this peek behind the curtain a little little look into uh what life has been like in germany and we'll catch you guys further on down the trail enjoy the game tomorrow this has been ion foxborough brought to you by mass live <laughs>